Forge 1039, a new sound. Welcome back to Real Talk. It's your host, Matt Munoz, and it's time for the Real Talk interview of the week. It's a new year, and one of the things I want to do this year on Real Talk is to bring in more people from our community, people who are out there doing their thing, and in some cases, in the early to mid stages of their careers. These are talented individuals who, while active on social media, shredding their creative talents, also have a personal story that those outside their immediate or professional circles aren't aware of. Now that's about to change. It's time to meet our Real Talk guest of the week. Please welcome to Real Talk, April Reed. Hey, you guys. What's going on? (laughs) Thank you so much, Matt. Oh, you're very, very welcome. Okay, so we have so much to talk about. You know, I just introduced you as April Reed. I don't have an official occupation title, but we're going to get to that. Mm -hmm. Now, how's it going? It's going good. I am so glad to be done with Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm in just so ready for 2024. Like, we just need something different. I know. Well, the second week of the new year, and I was just talking to my wife. We were just, we we're out, you know, barbecuing. I mean, it's freezing outside, but we we're having yeah. a little barbecue. Let's get out of the house, you know, because we didn't want to go out. And we're like, we were, didn't we, we just celebrated New Year's last week. And now here we are into the second week, and I don't know. It's going to go by so fast. How are you feeling so far about, about this new year? I, You know what? I I am just putting 2024 in God's hands. Like, I am not even trying to worry about anything, but it's turned out really good. I'm in the studio with you, and yeah. you know, this is, a, this is a nice way to start off the new year. We're kicking it off hot. Okay, so I want to tell everybody out there that... I discovered April Reed. Maybe people out there listening, you probably know. I hope your friends are listening right now and your family and everybody. You should be listening to April right here on Real Talk. But I just want to let everybody know that how I discovered April was if you're, if you're active on social media like myself because I'm a content creator, I'm active in the music community, you know, community engagement, I would run across April's social postings probably because maybe we have mutual connections. And I started seeing this young woman just like, She's posting up, you know, doing a little bit of modeling. Then she's doing like some indie filmmaking. Then she's doing video blogging. And she's doing a little bit of this, a little bit of that. She's also been on local radio herself. And I was like, okay, well, this is the perfect person to kind of start this new series off. And I'm glad you came in. So thank you once again for making the time. Come over here. You know, did you realize what you were getting yourself into? I, you know what? Doing radio, I kind of expected yeah. this. So, <laughs> excellent, excellent, excellent. So, like I said, this is how, that's how I discovered you, April. Okay, what is your occupation here in Bakersfield? You know what? I do so many things. Mm-hmm. So I like to just call myself a creative. Mm-hmm. Like I dibble and dabble in a lot of things. Yeah, you do. Yeah, and so like you'll never see me just do one thing you know yeah do you get bored like doing one thing you have to do multiple creative you know what i do yeah Yeah. so like from photography to modeling to you know video making video editing like i double and dabble in a lot of things so i definitely have to switch it up just to keep my keep myself on my toes so creative just anything under the umbrella of creative yes (laughs) so many things so many things now, where would you say, you know, because you're a young person, you're a young professional, um, and we're going to get to know more about your, about your, you know, your life path, your career path, but where would you say right now in 2024, uh, I'm not going to ask you your age or anything like that, but what would you say, like, where your current career path is at the moment? Do you feel like you're, you're still getting started? Do you feel like you're establishing yourself? Or what do you, what do you say? 
You know what? I would say that I'm still establishing myself. Mm -hmm. I think I'm, I don't think anybody ever has it down. I don't think every, anyone ever has it. So, you know, if you're, if there's a point that I stop learning things, that's a problem. Like I should always be learning something new every single day, every single month, every single year. Oh, are you one of those ones who kind of like tortures themselves? It's like, I, I didn't learn a million things today. <laughs> <laughs> I can be hard on myself a little bit, you know, but I also, you know, I give myself grace in that same note. You know, I think that with life and the opportunities I've been afforded, I get the luxury of learning new things. So, and with the career path that I'm going down, I have to always know what's going on. Yeah, and just everybody out there listening, before uh, April came in, she goes, hey, do you mind if I bring my phone and my tripod so I can record? <laughs> I was like, absolutely, because that's what you want to hear. Like, I knew it. It's like, if she didn't say, hey, can I, can I, some somehow like you know uh film this for my blog if she didn't say that <laughs> i would have been disappointed but she said that and i was like yes 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 absolutely yes. absolutely now i also know that you are a csub student i am i'm oh. wrapping up my last year woo, woo. all right well let's talk about that no what are you studying i am studying communications and digital media so i definitely want to do a lot of um writing mm -hmm. and if that's like copywriting. So for like social media, or if it is where I'm like writing for a big magazine, or maybe I'm, you know, working with the top dogs at like, I don't know. Um, I don't want to say names, but like BET, I don't know if I can say that. Yeah, but oh, okay. Yeah. You know, BET. Yeah, I'll go work at BET. Yeah, like, heck yeah. <laughs> I want to I'll be, be the new Donnie Simpson. Yes. <laughs> or be like the next, like, Zuri Hall, you know. She's a journalist herself, so yeah. she does. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she does that. I used to watch BET, like, when it was, like, new. <laughs> Not to age myself, but, like, you know, like, we want to go, like, you want to see the R&B videos and hip-hop videos. You went to BET and you watch Video Heck Soul, yes. Donnie Simpson, Video Soul, all that stuff. You know, that's how I grew up. I grew up listening to R&B and stuff like that, you know. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Oh, I get it. I mm -hmm. totally, I totally get it. Um, so, when you started going to CSUB, did you have a particular uh, previous avenue of study that you wanted to pursue? And then you ended up in communications or was it always communications? That's funny you asked that question because, <laughs> yes, I did. There, I think this is like my third major. Mm -hmm. and so Nothing wrong with that. It started off where I was like, uh, I don't really know what I want to do. So, I was undeclared and then I turned from like undeclared to like, oh, okay, I want to be a doctor. And then I was like, no, doctor is going to take too long. And then I want to be a psychologist. And then that was taking too long. And then I was like, you know what? What do I like to do? What's a hobby that I like to do that I can actually make money off mm -hmm. of? And ever since I was young, I was always the writer. Like to-do list or a grocery list mm -hmm. or like papers I would always get A's on my papers yeah so I knew that was something that I was really good at and I actually really liked and with doing blog work um in 2015 like that's when I really knew this was the path for me oh yes 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 mm -hmm. of course you know and that's kind of the same thing with me I think I wanted to be a music major but I was like I don't want to teach <laughs> So it's the same thing with being a doctor. Oh, that's going to take way too long. Too long, too uh, much money. Communications, yeah. But it's fun, you know. Yeah, I can see that. No, you are a Bakersfield native? I am, born and raised. Born and raised. What what uh, What is your alma mater? Which high school did you go to? I'm a rebel. Oh, rebel. Woo, oh, all yes. right. All right, so like we were talking off there about the Baker Boys. 
You know, there you go. South High. South High Rebels. They're not even called the Rebels anymore. No, they're like... No, Mary Max is before Rebels. So... I, I don't know what they are. I know a lot of people were upset, though. Yeah. Yeah, they were called. Uh, let me look this up. Let it doesn't even here. matter. If it's not Rebels, it doesn't matter. I know. People still say let me see. the Spartans. The, the Spartans. South High Spartans. I don't see that. <laughs> I don't see that. That that doesn't go together well. You still say the mm-hmm. Rebels. Rebels. Yeah. Were you rebellious as a teen? I was not. I was the good girl. Oh. Okay. okay. You know, like, I, I'm a preacher's kid. Oh, you are. I'm okay. a preacher's kid, so I can do anything out of line. Okay, Everybody uh, was watching me. Favorite Bible verse? I was a preacher's kid, but I wasn't a good <laughs> preacher's kid. I I can tell you bright Bible verses. I can probably tell you all of the books of the New Testament, uh-huh. but other than that, no. Well, I could tell you the best first books are Matthew, Mark, because those are mm-hmm. my first two names. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I was tortured. Everybody, where's Luke and John? All that stuff. Wow. Okay, so you know, okay, so your preacher's kid. My mom was a catechist. I'm grow, born and raised Catholic, so I spent all the time in church. So mm-hmm. if we if we were put in a situation where we we had to kind of like somebody put us on the spot and says, okay, well, let's talk about some religious stuff. Maybe it's subconscious. The subconscious part will start to come it's out. It's in the back of my mind. Yeah. And like I could bring it out, but like it's been so it's yeah. so ingrained in me. It's yeah. there somewhere. But the lessons that we learned, right? Yes. They kept us out of trouble. Yeah. And that's why we're here. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> now, okay, so your uh, multimedia experience. We were already mm-hmm. talking about that before we started. You do a little bit of video blogging. You do lifestyle and fashion indie films. Did you teach yourself how to do all this? You just kind of jump into it like a lot of young people did. They just kind of like jumped into it started a youtube account started going how did you get started actually you know what what really started it for me i would say was theater junior and senior year Mm. so i got into that i was kind of like the nerdy kid and like you know i didn't look I wasn't like the popular kid. Like nobody wanted to date me or anything. What? So no, impossible. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, Matt. But yeah, so theater class that really awakened. There was something there, and it really awakened that. So doing that, I learned a lot about being, you know, less nervous in front of an audience because you have to be. You you have to pull out these different. Um, emotions to portray these characters and you know what I didn't have like the main character role in the the plays and whatnot but you know if I was like if I had to be the tree or (laughs) or the nurse some sort of supporting yeah supporting role like I really put my all in even doing that Mm -hmm. so that's really where I really got that sense of creativity that ended up transferring into you know, what I was doing now in my adulthood. Yeah. Now, if you're just joining us, I am joined in studio by April Reed. She is a local. She's a Kern County creative. Uh, If people are listening right now and they want to kind of like, we're talking about your video blog, where can people find you on YouTube? You guys can actually find me at April Like the Month Mm -hmm. on YouTube. And there I talk a lot about my college experience. So if you want to follow me while I am tracing around college campus and I give like college tips and tricks and, you know, I'm really giving you the behind the scenes of all of it. So no, that's yeah. great. No, that's great. You Everybody out there, you should go and subscribe to her blog, her video blog. I mean, she does everything. I'm telling you a lifestyle a fashion and you've done modeling and you were talking about like you were not the popular girl in school and now you're doing modeling. No, it's so like. 
Were people who, you know, were ignoring you in school, or they're like, hey, girl. I swear, <laughs> Matt, why do people do that? I'm like, you hated me. You were beating me up, like, and now you want to just, like, be next. Everybody wants to be your bestie. Right. You're doing so great. But you know what? I don't knock. I don't hate people for that. You know, it's like I understand it. If It was high school. I can't use that against you, you know. So it's like. Yeah, exactly. And and nobody wants to. uh, I was a super nerd in high school, too. And not saying I'm like this, you know, whatever. I'm like this big star. But you don't want to peak too soon, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't it better like right now? This is this is the perfect time for you to like you're busting out, showing the world what's up, and you're just barely, barely getting started. Everybody out there, go to YouTube, go check out April. You can find her on Facebook and follow her. Be nice to her. <laughs> Look up her Instagram. She's has all the socials. We'll get back to that. But what are some of the things that you've learned since your kind of your earliest pursuits into these into these creative endeavors? Because it moves so fast. It does. The media never sleeps. So you already know that as a communications mm-hmm. major. It's like if you want to get into news, you you always have to make yourself available. Mm-hmm. But even doing stuff like video blogging and the way things change, fashion changes, modeling changes, everything changes. I mean, the world is moving so fast. What are the things that you've learned as a young professional from like when you got started to now? I would have to say that... I, you know, seeing how like Instagram has changed, Facebook has changed, and just all of those different things. Now everybody's on TikTok and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I thought we could stick with the old school stuff. You know, like I'm an Instagram girl yeah. at heart, and I'm going to stick with that for the rest of time. But, you know, you definitely have to keep up with the trends because you can get left behind if you don't. So I would say that's the biggest thing that I've learned is that you still, you know, probably even yourself, you know, you're having to learn all of the new things that's going on. (laughs) And you're like, I really don't want to. But like, that's just a part of being able to still be a part of the digital media world and how adapt to the new age. It's the it's the thing now. I don't I think if you're not a part of social media or digital media whatsoever nobody's going to know who you are Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh totally thank you so much for that let's talk about some of the mentors in your life oh my gosh so many so many people have given me opportunities where i'm like i don't even think i deserve that and they've given me the opportunity but they see something in me and so thankfully with doing the modeling and the photography and the video work like with my blog and everything that has really opened a lot of doors for me and um like recently I just really have put my all into my photography business Mm -hmm. and so that honestly would not have started if it wasn't for a a very dear friend to me Clay Winkler and um, he actually got me got me started in 2020 and pushed me I didn't think I could do photography and he said I got a, uh, a client for you and you're going to have a photo shoot this Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not ready. I've never done a photo shoot before. What? I just had the idea of wanting to, you know, play with the camera and whatnot. And it was really him that actually pushed me to actually do photography. What what type of photography do you do you feel like? Let me see. Let me ask, how I ask this. What kind of photography do you love to do? And what kind of photography do you feel like you're really good at? Because, you know, there's those things where, oh, man, I, I really wish I could just go to uh, shoot live shows, mm-hmm. you know, concerts and be right there in the photo pit and all that stuff. And you're like, I'm really good at fashion photography. Is there anything? Just kind of take me into your world. 
I would definitely say my photography is more of branding. Okay. So I definitely want to adhere to models, me myself as a model, you know, and have done previous work in modeling. I definitely understand what that feels to be that model. And I want to be able to create a safe space for them. Sometimes we're not in the safest spaces. Oh, yeah. And so you definitely want to, when you're around a photographer that you feel comfortable with, that's something that I want to bring to my clients. And so I hype them up. Yeah. You put on some music and stuff like that. I put like some that. music. Yeah. You know, I'm there early. I'm getting things set up. And so I definitely push for branding because I believe that everybody has to brand themselves. Like mm -hmm. I said, if you're not a part of the digital media world, you're missing out. So you mm -hmm. have to be able to brand yourself. And a lot of it is through imagery. Do you have a, what is your brand? You know what? That's a good question. I've never thought about that. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, I would definitely say that my brand is, um, I want to say good girl. So I am that good girl. You know, I have a smile on my face. Um, it, everybody tells me that I looks like I could be a teacher, um, that I work great with kids. So like that inviting charismatic person, that girl next door, I would say that's my branding. What are some of the skills that you've added to kind of your arsenal of talents? You know, you started out with, uh, you said photography, but is there something that you may have added that you didn't realize that you were capable of doing? Hmm. I would say with my most recent opportunity about a year ago was radio and so <laughs> that is something I've been able to add to my arsenal most yeah. definitely that was something that I did not anticipate whatsoever I didn't my voice when I think of my voice you know when you hear your voice yeah. you're just like Ugh, like <laughs> this is not <laughs> this is not fit for radio so like you know when you listen to radio hosts they sound like very energetic and they're just like hey what's going on and you <laughs> like and I'm like I'm not that person whatsoever so to have somebody say no you do fit that you know yeah you don't necessarily have to sound like that you don't necessarily have to be that you have something unique there mm -hmm. that definitely works for the audience that's in your demographic and I was like hey you know I get I guess so like thanks for giving me the try and you know what I definitely I definitely was able to uh, learn a little bit more about myself in regards to my creativity and what I'm able to bring yeah well I mean you have a radio voice so if you want to do radio I'm sure I mean you do the voiceovers for your videos so you already know that you know somebody's got to do it and why hire somebody when you could just do it yourself mm -hmm, and so right. you have the energy voice is very clear you're very articulate i mean oh, yeah you. obviously another <laughs> avenue right there oh you know what let's bring this back a little bit more mm -hmm. you're acting you did some you did oh some indie gosh. film stuff which <laughs> you can still see some of those little clips online yes what did you what did you think about all that experience and is, is acting something that you would like to pursue i would say it'd be something that i'm open to mm -hmm. it's not something that i am looking for necessarily mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, getting into that, that was actually, thankfully, like I said, due to theater. And so I kind of was able to take that theater experience and actually apply it in front of the camera. Mm -hmm. I never thought that that would work because theater and being in front of the camera is totally yeah. different. And so, um, when, uh, it was actually, yeah, my, um, late ex and he ended up 
just being like, hey, I have this idea, you know, you want to do it. And it was called Karen. Mm-hmm. And he dressed up as a woman. And uh, it was supposed <laughs> to be like a, a horror skit. And he ends up, uh, it was kind of like, a, you know, Bloody Mary. You yeah. know, you call that into oh, yeah. the mirror. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but it was Karen and you know the new age Karen you know we were making fun of that and we did that that was probably just like a two minute skit and that turned into something where that opened so many opportunities for me uh-huh. so many people have asked me to be like an actress in their their films and I'm just yeah. like I'm just used to this small skit stuff but um, yeah that's how I ended up getting started officially in front of the camera yeah i think just i think you need to jump into that you would definitely have a presence all right let's kind of detour into a different area you as a busy young professional you know trying to keep all that balance between everything that you got going on how do you keep your mental health in check because that is very important this is some things that we don't always want to talk about how do you keep that in balance i am still figuring that out (laughs) honestly what i do like to do is is that when i know my body is getting to that point like not when i get to that point but starting to get to that point I ended end up planning like a vacation. So I'm like, okay, I can kind of estimate within like three months, I'm gonna be messed up. So like, let me ensure that I plan a vacation. I just recently did that three months ago. I was hitting burnout and I was like, okay, I know it's coming. There's gonna be a point where my body's literally gonna tell me stop. Yeah. And so I ended up taking a vacation just to be able to just mentally restart. That's good. That's Mm -hmm. good. That's good. Do you travel by yourself? Do you travel with family? Um, So this past in 2023, late 2023, we actually did travel. So, yeah, we usually go out of town or for me, sometimes it's literally your whole family. How many people in your family? uh, We actually so I have two full blooded sisters Mm -hmm. and I have so many half sisters and brothers. (laughs) It's too many to count. There's nine of us all together. Mm -hmm. Just so you know. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Now, where are you in the mix? I'm like. At the bottom, okay, so I have two younger sisters, and then I'm older than them. So I'm like the third, third youngest? Mm-hmm. Third, Yeah, third youngest. I guess that's what you would say. Yeah, so. Yeah, do you get to see everybody all all the time? Like, uh, you know, pretty, you know what? everybody got their own lives and, you know. No, so I do, um, me and my sister stay together, mm-hmm. and then I have another sister, and she stays, actually, the rest of them actually live on their own, so. I'm pretty close with like two of my sisters for the most part. All of them are like way older. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. Your parents are they? They're, they're still here. Yeah. Still. Here? Well, my mom actually no. She left the earth when I was twelve. Oh. Um. Oh no. It's it's all good. And then uh, my dad. Yeah. He's still on mm-hmm. here. So yeah. yeah. Still got him. Well, I'm sure he's very proud of you all. Uh, all the things that you're doing. You mm-hmm. know, especially being a preacher's kid. You that's know? A, that's sure the, the watchful the watchful eye of the preachers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Okay, so what's on your playlist? Because we are a hip hop station, and it doesn't have to be hip hop. But what's on your playlist? Oh my gosh. Okay, so I would say number one right now is Doja Cat. Mm. So a lot of the people. Wonderful Doja Cat. Doja yes. Cat. She's so good. Her latest album. Honestly, a lot of people might say something against this, but hers was de- definitely a girl's anthem. Mm-hmm. That latest album. Yeah. I was like, I feel empowered yeah. 
off of this album. I like to follow her on social media because she is really just letting people know how she feels. I mean, you know, women in the industry, of course, I mean, you're, you know this, I don't have to tell you this, but women have to feel pressure in their daily lives and professional lives. The women in the music industry, the, the pressures that they have to go through, and it plays out on social media. And more artists now are just expressing themselves mm-hmm. either their frustration their highs and their lows and doja cat is one of those yeah i mean kind of like cardi b who i'm a huge cardi b fan uh, mm-hmm. is that they just they don't care what people they think don't care. if people are mean to them they just clap back boom boom mm-hmm. boom 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 all that stuff but i know that jo- doja cat has gone through her things and people misinterpret some of the things that she said like she doesn't care about her fans and all that she's like i never said that yeah she's saying <laughs> I, I never said that and she's like you can't find anything online with me saying that so you yeah. guys are just making up a narrative and i'm like see it Exactly, yeah. Doja who, Cat. Who else? Who else do you listen to besides Doja Cat? But, but Doja Cat has a has a library of music where you could just keep it on Doja Cat. All yeah, right. yeah, I definitely keep her on there. Um, I'm trying to think of who else I've been really listening to. I get stuck on like people, so like I can be stuck on Doja Cat, and then I can be really stuck on Tupac for a long oh, time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so um, Tupac, and then I'll go from like Tupac to like Blackstreet. Yeah. And <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like I'm hopping. Like, I just get stuck on a person mm-hmm. and then I'll just listen to their stuff like repeatedly until I get tired and then I switch over to a different person. Yeah, that's that's really good stuff. Okay, so the Super Bowl is coming up. Usher's going to be the entertainment for yes. the Super Bowl. What do you think about that? Usher. Okay. <laughs> we like some eye candy, <laughs> we like some ear candy. So that's perfect. He's like a. Per- have you seen the videos of his residency over in vegas yeah like he's doing the thing he's still got it he's been doing i mean he's been in the business since he was a kid yeah i mean you think though i mean back geez uh early mid 90s right it was Mm -hmm. like early 90s up to up to now i guess it took a while for it to register with me and i was like Oh my God, that's right. He's outlasted Justin Timberlake. He's got, no, you know? that's true. Yeah, exactly. Like Usher comes from like great work. And so for him to be able to do this, like we're getting a show for free. Yeah. yeah. We're getting Las Vegas for free. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, he, he goes all the way back to like uh, LA and Babyface, like that original time with like when they had, when Whitney Houston was still around. When, and then he was like the kid. Mm-hmm. It was like him and Tevin Campbell. Tevin Campbell, also great singer, but Usher kind of just. He kept on just going. Kept on going because he could do the dance and all mm-hmm. that stuff and all the you know. I mean, he has, has all the makings of a superstar. Who who do you hope is in the Super Bowl? You're into football and all that. I am not a football. Expert. You're in for the snacks. I'm just. Are you in for the, the snacks? Yes. And the halftime you. show. Like honestly, it's the show. It's the halftime show. That's what I'm for. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I'll I'll be there with with my family. That see that we're talking about because I have five sisters, uh, older brother. We have so many nieces and nephews, and like we don't always get to get together. But the Super Bowl is definitely one of those things where oh yeah. We'll get together, and then we sit there, turn up the, you know, the halftime show. I mean, the last last few, years, the last the last few years have been pretty good because we've, you know, we've had we Shakira, had Shakira, J Lo, and then it last Rihanna. year, yeah, we had Rihanna, and then we also had Dr. Dre. Oh, Eminem. That one that was the that one. one <laughs> that one was the one. I was crit walking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, I don't know. I if was counting. I was counting the days yes. until that, counting the weeks I up was until that happened. Hyped. Yeah, that yeah. was like a concert. It set the standard. It, it set did. the standard. All right, so we've learned a lot about April Reed. Now let's go. Let's kind of uh, 
head into something a little serious. Now this Monday, January 15th is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. MLK is one of my heroes and I'm, I'm sure he's one of yours too. Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah. is someone who like Cesar Chavez, who our foundation is named after, aligned himself with throughout the years of the farm worker movement, the belief in nonviolence, equality, and freedom for all. That's 2024, things are already looking shaky out in the world. It's an election year, so you know it's gonna get crazier. Let me ask you this, as a young person, someone of a certain age, does MLK's message uh, connect with you? Oh, most definitely. Yes. MLK, whenever I think of progression and where we're at now, you know, we still have a lot of more work to do in regards to civil rights and, you know, help for minorities. Um, but he set the standard for a lot of um, progression that we've gone through now. So um, MLK, he's been the talks in our family, you know, like, and I'm so glad that we're actually in California now are able to observe him, you know, properly, yeah. <laughs> finally. I know. So, um, yeah, he's the change that I'm just so glad, you know, for our people that we've been able to, to see all the way until now, you know, yeah. his, his legacy lives on. For all of us, mm -hmm. really, literally for, 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 for everybody out there. If you, you know, when you were in school, Okay, so like in the 80s when I was in, in uh, elementary, well, in high school and stuff like that, you know, we have those, you know, the history, we, we learn about history, but then there's certain parts where it just kind of, it just kind of ends, you know, we don't, we don't learn, even like people like Cesar Chavez, who are just as important to MLK for us as Hispanics, Cesar Chavez, the work that they did to, for uh, the advancement of Hispanic people and the farm worker movement. And um, Cesar Chavez always talked about the importance of MLK, nonviolence, equality for all. But you got to you got to push forward. You can't mm -hmm. give up. How did you learn about MLK? I mean, was it more at home, maybe inside the church or was it in school? Or was it a little bit of a combination of everything? Because we I've, we've had some community leaders in before from the, from the black community. That's the one the first thing that we always ask them is like, well, how did you learn about MLK? You, you can't just assume everybody knows. Right. So right. How'd you learn? I got the textbook version, mm -hmm. so started out there, and um, you know, there would be those talks about, um, you know, the protests and whatnot, and the walks, and learning about that experience and what everyone went through for civil rights. Like that was definitely powerful in regards to my thought process on how to be for my people. You know, like not just blacks but also just minorities in general because we all actually hold much power that we might actually not think we hold and so for mlk and learning about him that's actually just been the the mindset i love nonviolence. i'm definitely for walks i've walked many protests myself here in bakersfield so his example has been a, an actual um uh, movement for me. I've actually been able to be a part of something like that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. You ever thought about getting into politics? I am the worst. <laughs> are, you I, are you registered to vote? I am. Okay. I am. That's all you need? Yeah. That's all you need? I'm glad about that. I definitely think that I could know more about politics. I think I, I definitely think I should know more, but um, April Reed yeah. for city council? Oh, heck no. <laughs> you guys... All right. Well, uh, They'd be April done Reed with for, me. April Reed for uh, State Assembly. <laughs> April Reed for Supervisor. No. I could be the photographer. April Reed for Mayor of Bakersfield. Oh, my God. You'd be great. I don't think Karen Go wants to give that up. It's time. <laughs> <laughs>
Just playing, just playing, Karen. She's very nice. She's very nice. Okay, well, let me just kind of like wrap that up about MLK. But what about within the black community? When you go to maybe to events, are you kind of like, you know, because a figure like Cesar Chavez, you go into the Hispanic community, and it depends on where you're coming from. Cesar Chavez means different things to different people. Mm-hmm. But what about within the black community? Because there was a time in the 90s, it was like, you're a Malcolm X guy. Or you an MLK yes, guy. I was just about to bring oh, that up. Oh, and I remember yes. those days. I remember those days. You I know? think that's still a thing. I think um, that there is still that debate. Are mm-hmm. you MLK or are you Malcolm X? Yeah. And um, I'm definitely for nonviolence. Yeah. Two amazing, so, but but first, two amazing yes. individuals who both had their own travels. Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. Exactly. Like in different ways, they've been able to push for the change that we needed sometimes you know you can go the um the easier route with nonviolence, mm-hmm. but sometimes you you got to push hard yeah and that's kind of what's necessary yes malcolm yeah. x was for so you know <laughs> when people aren't listening okay malcolm x but it is 2024. It's going to be a crazy election year what do you think is going to happen this year you know what i think that I'm, I'm actually really glad that now it's in the Gen Z's hands mm-hmm. to be able to make the change. I'm a millennial, so being able to see that the work that the millennials have done, you know, Obama came in 2011 and then just everything changed after that. So I think like we've done our part a little bit. We're still doing it. So just to see that going into the Gen Z's hands. Um, I'm excited to see what they have to to implement in the world of politics. So yeah, we're going to see a lot of different faces coming up in these next few years. There's going to be a lot of first time voters, a lot of uh, they're going to turn turning 18. They're going to be able to vote for the first time. And then you're going to start seeing those younger faces, you know, running for campaigns. Mm-hmm. That's going to be amazing. I think they know a lot more. I think they're more into politics now. So I'm glad to see that, you know, that's happening because they're they're the future. You know, yeah. now just a reminder to everybody that right after the broadcast, you can hear my interview with April Reed in its entirety on the Real Talk podcast at Forge1039.com. You just got to scroll down to the podcast and press play because it is free. You can also listen and subscribe to the Real Talk podcast wherever you get your podcasts. It's on Spotify, Apple, Pandora. Now, if you have anybody from the community in mind to be a future in-studio guest on Real Talk, please send us a line through the Forge1039 social DMs. Do you have a good time? I had a great time, Matt. <laughs> thank you so much. Once again, I want to thank my special guest, April Reed, Bakersfield Creative, wonderful human being. Find her on YouTube. What's your YouTube page? I messed up earlier. So it's just April like the month on YouTube. But you can find me on Instagram at underscore April like the month. And if you want to follow me on Facebook, you can send a request. When you go to the Forge 1039 socials, I'll make sure to hyperlink. Every time you see April Reed, click it. It's going to take you somewhere <laughs> so you can get connected. But inside the podcast information box, I will post all the links on there so you can just click on it. Boom. So once again, I want to thank April. April, thank you so much for being on Real Talk. Thank you so much, Matt. All right. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to the Real Talk Podcast. If you'd like to catch Real Talk on Terrestrial Radio, you can catch the live broadcast every Friday from 10 a.m. to noon on Forge 103.9 FM in the Kern County area. You can also stream the show and podcast from Forge1039.com. And if that's not convenient enough, you can also follow and subscribe from wherever you get your podcasts. Technology is amazing. Thanks again.